You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 94, recorded November 22nd, 2020. The topic for this episode is The Dark Future Part 2. I am your host for this episode. My name is Orchid. I think I'm Elemist. I don't know. You've been up for a really long time. Are you sure you're Elemist? I think I am. Okay, just as long as you think you are. Therefore I be? Therefore you is? Something. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> we Okay, we have a special guest with us. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Rindel Zevis. Um, I am a good friend of Orchids, and she very graciously mm. asked me to be on the show. So here I Yay! am. Yay! Ha ha! I, okay, I, I say in my, like, super, like, professional voiceover-y thing, making it sound like everything's, like, really fucking professional around here. It's not. We literally yeah. spent, like, an hour and a half just, like, screwing around <laughs> before we started recording today. That's <laughs> how we much. do on this podcast, though. Mm -hmm. That's how we do it. I mean, like, I rolled out of bed, like, 20 minutes before we were going to record and texted you <laughs> saying that, like, yeah, I'm ready, let's go. Meanwhile, so. Alamist was just completely <laughs> out. I mean, we'll get into why. Let's do podcast info and then we'll start talking about the raid race, shall we? Awesome. We encourage feedback. Uh, it can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can tweet at me at hey, it's orchid or at I underscore am underscore Alamist. Yes. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Uh, you can leave us a review wherever you can find the podcast, except Spotify. Fuck you, Spotify. Uh, you can also find us in our Discord. Um, there is a link in the show description of this podcast. You can also find a link for an invite on our Twitter or also uh, at Focused Fire Chat uh, on Twitter as well, since we have moved in together and created a lore hub. Thank you, Danfinity, for naming our Discord. <laughs> still need Jesus to set that Christ. up yeah that's right we do i need to talk to him anyway um so you can also find our info at thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators and we are also there yeah but if you like yeah, i know we're still there every single week we wonder why we're still there <laughs> somehow some reason i don't know i know it's pretty great yeah, I know. Some reason, um, some Special grape. guests. Uh, Rendell, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me in a variety of different places. Um, so uh, most of the time I will usually have some semblance between either coherent tweets, rambles, and shit posts on Twitter. Uh, that's going to be at Rendell Zevis. Uh, I'm also regularly post fanfiction over on AO3. Uh, that is found at uh, Rendell underscore Zevis. And that last name is Z-I-V-A-S. Yay! Um, you can also find him regularly on my streams <laughs> on Twitch. <laughs> hey, it's Orchid. Yes, I'm still allowed in there for some reason. Uh, Orchid still has to take away my clipping privileges, even though she regularly threatens to. 
I should at one of these points just turn my clips off, but <laughs> you just clip the best clips. Damn it. Oh yes, I do. It is it is. Oh my it best clips wonderful. are made by you. It is wonderful. I know. Um, let's roll into this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle, because every few weeks I need to remind you guys of what it stands for. Because I get questions from people who listen to it every week and know what it stands for, and you chuckle fucks keep being like, "What does it stand for?" Yeah, like, I, I know I, you know what it stands for, and you keep saying it. I have a question. What just the want... hell does Twoggle stand for? <laughs> uh, it's the sigh of someone long suffering. Um, so, Randall, do you want to? We know who you are, but what do you do in Destiny? So I already mentioned I do uh, some writing of my own uh, fan fiction. I try to keep things as uh, close to the lore as I can while integrating my own characters, obviously. Um, you can also find me in various projects for voice work. One of the more um, largely known ones, I suppose, will be in the future is going to be Termino. Um, we're actually involved in that together. So yay! yay. That's fun. Yay. Yeah, I'm behind the scenes in that because obviously for people who listen to this know that I am garbage at reading things. Mm -hmm. But so. thankfully I am not, which is why I am one no. of what would be in the industry known as the talent. I am the voice actor mom Sherpa. So let's be honest. To... Yeah, your 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 function within Termino is basically just to herd cats. Uh, I heard the 30 wet cats that are the voice actors from to I'm essentially the mom that takes them to soccer practice and make sure they show up on time. Yeah, load up the van, be sure that they all show up on time. Make sure they have their cleats in their bags and their water bottles. Always got to so I make the sure they have yes. make sure they I schedule everybody, make sure they have their scripts ready and everything like that. So. <laughs> you all have your juice boxes, right? that's essentially yeah but trying to schedule a bunch of people that are all over the world is <laughs> not easy <laughs> and yet you do it with style we have and people aplomb. in like england and new zealand in the same one when we're trying to schedule in central time it makes me sad i can just see one of the voice actors raising their head now and mrs orchid my lunch doesn't have a vex milk <laughs> oh no I'm not sure that you'd want Vex milk in any case Considering what it can do to you <laughs> Look at Asher See how that turned out Oh no look at Kabir He has Kabir. nice milky titties I'm not quite certain I What mean... you are referring to when you are talking about The effects of Radiolari on one's person Oh my god <laughs> Something 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 I... Technobabble Um it doesn't matter. Asher's dead, anyways, most likely. Anyhow. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. No. As much as I hate the theory, he's coming back as Brachion, the Genesis Mind. So he turns into the very thing that he despises. Exactly. It's it's exactly a self loop. Yes. Yeah, um, love to so see it. anyway. Yeah, so that's pretty great. I'm glad that um, I'm glad to be your friend that we know each other. I mean, that's how we met each other, mm -hmm. and now we just hang out all the time, harassing each other. 
I, I, I was there for the end of Halo 4. <laughs> oh god, I cried so much. It's okay. I cried too oh. when I first played it. <laughs> we all did. Mm-hmm. I cried so much as much for that as I did for the series finale of Supernatural. Uh. Oh no. Oh no, oh, really? No. <laughs> oh no, Elvis. Oh yeah. no. You cried that much? It was good. Oh no! It was so good, sweetie. I was gonna ask about it, and I forgot. It was so good. Oh yeah, Supernatural ended this week. Mandy messaged me. Oh jeez, my heart goes out to all you Supernatural fans who watched the ending. <laughs> it was so good. Your fifteen-year ending. Yeah. Was it fifteen seasons? Mm-hmm. Oh God! More than three hundred episodes. Oh Jesus! I can't even imagine. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, so raid race, Elemist. Um, how long were you guys in the raid? How did it go? Tell me everything. So, I started streaming. Two hours before the race. My stream ended up being 23 hours. <sighs> like, we took five and ten minute breaks every now and then. But for mm -hmm. the most part, we were just at it the entire time. Jesus. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not going to give any spoilers. You can give spoilers. This but, is coming out a week after the raid comes out. But, like, it is the coolest raid I've gone through. I It is, and I don't know if it's just because it's, you know, new content feelings or whatever, but right now it is at the top of my favorite raid list. You are not the only, I've talked to a lot of friends, a lot of them who finished it, and they all have said the same thing. It's not just you. And like I'm I'm waiting to run it ten more times or so so that it I get the, the new new content feelings out of the way and I can actually evaluate mm -hmm. it for what it is. Um Yeah. But it's got some of the coolest parts in there and it's it's amazing. Um that being said, fuck eight track tapes. There's a boss in there named Atrax. Yep. So that's the second boss, right? Uh, second encounter, first boss. Yeah. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm so my team just lovingly calls her Eight Tracks oh, or geez. Eight Track Tapes. Oh God. Well, because like we yeah, can't my... call things by what they actually are. No, that's illegal. I mean, come on. It, I, Mr. Pickles was like, that's not a square. That's a cockeyed rhombus. Yeah. That's, Again that's, with the cockeyed rhombus. That sounds exactly like Mr. Pickles. Or Hi, some, Mr. Pickles. Or one of my other clanmates was like, uh, that's an edgeless square. 
Oh, God, it's a circle. Mull that over for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. But. Well, that's just special. All that being said, we were on console. We got to the final encounter, and that's where we started losing steam. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, in the wee hours of you know, November 22nd, half my fire team was starting to fall asleep. Right. Despite having like six cups of coffee each. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm really happy that you got as far as you did. Yeah. That's amazing. It was a fun experience. Um, like, we got most everything figured out. There were a few points where we just were on an encounter for a couple hours, and we were like, all right, we're missing something. So we would look at what some of the other teams did, and we're like, oh, they did this one thing differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, like, I am proud of my fire team. Mm-hmm. We got all the way to the final boss on console with contest. Mm-hmm. Fuck contest. There's nothing worse than being too shot by a drag. No. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's 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 tough. Cause, cause when you die from it. It highlights it, and you're looking at that little piece of shit going, you're the next Kell of Kells. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it'll fuck kill me twice. You're going places. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you two shot by Greg the Dreg over here. <laughs> exactly. Goddamn. Well, my experience is a little bit different than yours because I obviously am not a rating person. Anyone who listens to this podcast or knows me knows that I do not do raids ever. So um, I watched my friends raid. So I had my, I had think I had six, seven, eight, I, I had 12 streams up. Jeez. Um at one point um i had for one fire team they everybody was streaming so i had six for one fire team then i cut it down to one just because it was hard to keep six up for one fire team and i'm like well you're all doing the same thing so i can hear you all in one so it doesn't matter um but i did have um a couple of my friends were running in the world's worst (laughs) Um, <laughs> for their raid, so Log Power Slave and uh, Mylan Games and Sassy, and a couple of them were running in that they were very trashed, and it was like four in the morning, five in the morning for them. I think for Maddie, it was like one in the morning, and that was pretty much like the most fun I've had in a very, very long time was watching that stream. And they streamed for about six hours. I don't think they remember what they did. 
after that. Wasn't there a whole thing where they just completely forgot how what the second room was or the second I'm counter? I'm fairly certain they don't remember a whole lot of what happened after that. Because <laughs> they kind of gave up after like the second encounter. They're like, yeah, we're done. I also seem Bye-bye. to remember there was an incident involving a mojito and a teapot. Like, um, Mylan decided to make mojitos for his drinks and just like made it in a teapot for portability. Well, yeah, it's like that there song. Was... Mojito the... in a teapot, short and stout. Pour in my mouth, get super drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah take, not, not even into another vessel. Pour directly into mouth from teacup. <laughs> Straight down the gullet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get super trash. It was honestly so just good. <laughs> it was just like one of the most fun afternoons, mornings, and it went by super quickly. Like all of a sudden it's like five PM and I don't know where the day went. And I just didn't give a shit. <laughs> Cause I had just been sitting there just giggling the entire time. So it was very enjoyable, but I got to watch um, my six friends run in their team, um, and they completed after 17 and a half hours. They got their completion from my clan. So um, so we had Sechi, who was um, on our podcast two weeks ago, right? I think that was two weeks ago. That sounds right. So, yeah. So, so we had Senji Boy, um, DNF Deadman, uh, Demir, uh, Christopher, Mr. Electric Nick, and Speakable Auto, all my friends. So there, that was our, I guess, our, like, Terra Astralis, like, fire team. So they got their completion, and we were all, like, very happy for them. They're all legends. So we're just thrilled. So, so they became legend. They did. They have become legend. But, yeah. We had a good time. Um, I did get to drop into your stream every so often to check on you. <laughs> I was worried. Yeah. <laughs> she drops in my stream. I'm typing this out of concern. It's 2 a.m. I'm looking, like, directly out my window, and I see the first rays of light, and I'm like... Not 2 a.m. <laughs> no, it's 5 a.m., but mm-hmm. it was 2 a.m. for me, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, it's 2 a.m. Like, <laughs> shouldn't you go to bed soon? Because I was, like, watching the end of, um, like, Senji's stream and totally falling asleep. And I was trying so hard to stay awake so I could see the end of their raid, and I just completely and utterly fell asleep. As I don't know do. how they did it. Yeah, I know. I don't yeah. know how they did it. But I tried. I tried so hard to stay awake. And then I, like, ended up waking up um, at, like, five or six and saw that they finished it. I was so thrilled. You tried anyway, so hard um, and got so far. And in the end, it didn't even matter. It didn't. So, Rundle, so did you um, Did you watch the raid race? Uh, I'm I was keeping up with it. it. I was keeping up with mm-hmm. it more than anything. Like just in terms of like, okay, people talking about you know different encounters. Uh, I actually was for a day off yesterday. Had quite a bit to do, so it was more of just watching Twitter updates on my end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from what I've seen, and like a lot of stuff with like people clipping like Twitch and all that, 
uh it looks really really good um Mm -hmm. like like um you orchid i don't I, (laughs) i don't really read all that much to give people an idea who haven't who don't know me uh, I have exactly three raid completes under my belt. <laughs> Ooh. Exactly three. Um, so clearly I need to dip my toes in that pool a little bit more, but just in general, looking at stuff at the Deepstone Crypt, like, just has a lot of intrigue from a lore standpoint. So yeah, I definitely want to run that at least once. Mm-hmm. Oh, I absolutely... I can't wait to run it. I'm really excited. And like the jumping puzzle is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, as a hunter, jumping puzzles are always fun. I'm I can I already see myself just floofing straight off of everything. Just floof. Well, I can't have everything as a warlock. Anyways. I could try. <laughs> I could try to have everything as a warlock. <laughs> So, Almas, did you see any lore things that you wanted to point out in the rain? Oh, um, plenty. I mean, uh, it's a <laughs> I, spoilers are fine because this is coming out a week after the raid has been out and everyone has seen everything at this point. So, for those that have actually read Clovis's journal as part of the collector's edition and read. The web lore that came out, which was actually the ARG fully decrypted. Um, Clovis wrote about something called clarity control. Yes. And you actually get to see it. And that was an oh shit moment. Yeah, we were totally wrong on what that was. Yeah, that was a really, really big oh shit moment (laughs) what made it even worse for me was like i'm a doctor who fan Mm -hmm. right i haven't kept up with it in the past couple years but like david tennant was my my first doctor right so he's got a special place in my heart blink is an (gasps) amazing episode uh, don't blink. <laughs> don't I saw that statue moving. <laughs> uh. Very, very real Weeping Angel vibes. Right. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm feeling very uncomfortable. I don't know why. And then my, my clan mates are like, don't tell them about the Weeping Angels. And I'm like, that's exactly what, okay, that's exactly it. <laughs> <sighs> but there's that aspect um there is the final boss which is a major lore thing because the fucker never dies as as a hunter i especially am going why won't you just this is literally a just like an elder scrolls moment of just why won't you die <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Um. Uh. But it's just it's the raid is amazing. It was so fun. Um, I am like super impressed with it. 
there was one encounter that we actually got done in like 40 minutes and it was just like we were figuring out things and we were still in in a position that i thought we were still figuring out things and we were actually making it work and we were like you know what just keep going and that is one of the coolest encounters mm-hmm. um that third encounter it's just oh like i i had somebody on uh the lore hub discord reach out and ask for tips and tricks and you know what the actual mechanics are and everything so i put that in our spoiler chat and i i tagged all the actual explanations um as spoilers and it's just that third encounter is just so like there was a lot going on yeah but once we actually got it figured out and once once we actually got comfortable and got things figured out we started watching the actual environment and we were like oh oh things are changing oh oh things are not things are changing not for the better things are think i see fire <laughs> oh right. right so have you My- have you done a day one before? Yes. Uh, twice I've attempted it. So the first one was with Crown. Mm-hmm. Six hours, we couldn't get past the first encounter. Crown's annoying, though. Because fuck Crown. The first encounter sucks. Oh, yeah. It's I sort of got like 80% of that raid is the first encounter, and then the rest mm, of it's it super is. easy. <laughs> It really is. The rest of the raid is super fucking easy. It's just the first encounter sucks. <laughs> Here's an idea. To give you an idea, again, I had limited raid experience. I did run Crown. And the only reason I didn't finish was because my team and I basically got to the last encounter, kept dying, and eventually people were falling asleep. So fuck it, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. first encounter. Fuck that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that was the raid that they introduced contest. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Jesus. you're under leveled for that. Like you are capped at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Everything is able to one or two shot you. And then all of a sudden, boom, ogres. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like we just six hours in one of our, our then clan mates who was in the UK, like, he was falling asleep. Mm-hmm. We just called it. Um, but then forward to Garden, mm-hmm. we spent, I think, eight hours in there? And we yeah. actually got past the first encounter. We got to the baseball diamond. Oh, and then, okay. And then we were like, we're just not getting this. We've got contest. Right. Let's let's call it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like getting to the final boss of a raid, this is the furthest I've gotten in a day one raid. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of you. 
Like, good job. Yeah, good job. I'm, I'm proud good of on my, you, man. I'm proud of my fire team. Seriously. So who did you raid with again? I raided with Mr. Pickles. Raging Monkeys. Drastic DZN. Chaotic Josh. And Spooky Anime. Cool. Well, good job, guys. Very good job. Yay. I'm happy for all of you. That's really great. E. All right. So let's go into um, a lore network ad, and then we will go into the rest of the podcast. The Lore Network. Hey guys, it's Green from Focus Fire Chat. Have you guys ever wanted to listen to just the lore? Like, spend a few minutes consuming the lore in an audio format? Well, my new podcast, Destiny Lore Audiophile, does just that. Destiny Lore Audiophile is a podcast where the lore of Destiny is recorded and presented in an audiobook format. No commentary, just pure, sweet lore. Episodes will be about 30 minutes long and released every Thursday. Currently, you can find Destiny Lore Audiophile on Podbean and iTunes at Destiny Lore Audiophile, where the audiophile has a PH instead of an F. Readings of the Singular Exeget, Marasena, Books of Sorrow, and more are already queued up and ready to drop. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single performance of Destiny Lore Audiophile. See you there. Wasn't that a great net? That was a great ad, wasn't it? Yeah, that was fantastic. Love the way it was put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it felt, felt really things. good. Did you? In places I didn't know I could feel things. I mean, you didn't feel anything last week, so I'm really glad you felt something this week. Yeah. Somebody I spent know, right? good yeah. time putting that together. You better feel something. <laughs> My loins were stirred. All right. Brief intro <laughs> to the topic. This lore book is obtained by completing the Born in Darkness quests each week. Um, For part one of the lore book, listen to the previous episode, episode 93. What are you doing starting at this episode? Go back and listen to the last one. There we go. (laughs) Brindle, go ahead. (laughs) If you want to read it. No, fair enough, fair enough. It's all you, buddy. I suppose, yeah, so obviously obtained from Born in Darkness. So we're going to start off with uh, the chapter six, where we were last ending. A matter of trust. We've been traveling for a few days now, tracking Mara Sav based on her last correspondence with Zavala. The signal was further out than we'd anticipated. Got a minute? Anna asks, knocking on the entrance to my quarters. Sure. I just want to say thank you. Coming with me, helping to convince Zavala... I admit, it's been inspiring seeing Zavala renewed with purpose, even though he's chosen to keep the ratty beard. I couldn't have come this far without you, she finishes. It has been nice being with her, despite the circumstances. It's odd having a sister again after all this time. Just doing my pot, I reply. 
Anna stares off. I can tell she wants something. So I wait. I need one more thing from you, she says. There it is. I need to, I need you to show me how to use stasis, Elsie. Your proof it's not inherently evil. It, it can be controlled. You show me how, and people will see it's possible. I was hoping we'd move past this. I'm not a figurehead for some movement, Anna. Stasis isn't something you simply control. There's constant temptation. I struggle still, to this day. Using it takes time, discipline. And even I still haven't mastered it. Not sure I ever will, I say. We will. And when we do, all the deniers will vanish. We'll get our world back. We deserve to get it back. We deserve what we got. Speak for yourself. Countless people died while you sat on the sidelines and watched everything fall apart. If you only knew, Anna. The darkness. Always an excuse. You want to do your part? Then step up and actually help me with this. I'm trying to. What is this really about, Anna? You just don't get it. She storms out, leaving a fuming wake behind. I catch a glimpse of Zavala in the corridor. He was listening. You're using stasis? Zavala asks condescendingly. I get to hear from you too now? Okay, okay. When there was a vanguard, I thought I had all the answers. Perhaps that was our undoing. I know now that commanding has as much to do with giving orders as it does listening to others' needs. But don't be like I was, angry and trying to control everything. Listen to your sister. Consider why she's asking this of you. I have. We're here, approaching now, Anna calls out, her voice echoing down the corridor. Hoped I'd never see this thing again as long as I lived, Zavala says as we come face to face with the Leviathan. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Catfight. Your Zavala is so good. Catfight. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, that, that Zavala was spot on. That was amazing. Yeah. It's so good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we see that Elsie and Anna are having a difference of opinions about stasis. Anna wants to learn it so that she can use it to help humanity. And Elsie actually feels... You know, all the the pull from the darkness and all the temptation. And she's like, I don't want this for my sister. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see Zavala actually trying to give some advice to Elsie. Saying, you know, just listen to what your sister's asking. And try to understand why she's asking it. 
Yeah. And then they show up at Orchid's favorite place in the galaxy. Evil Leviathan! Orchid's favorite place, which we can sadly not visit now. I know. Right. I'm really upset about that. Right. Like, one of the first days in the in the, the new season, I'm on Nessus. I look at the sky and I'm like, something feels off. Oh, I know, right. It's not there anymore. Fucking Leviathan isn't there anymore. Uh-huh. Right. Where are you, Callus? <laughs> it's really sad, isn't it? Having it not be there anymore. Considering he wants a front row seat to everything that's going down. Mm hmm. Like if it's if it's bad enough that Callus dipped, like Yeah. Well we don't know what happened to Callus yet, so we should reserve judgment until Or if Callus about this. Or if Callus is even still alive, or if he's been alive this whole time. <laughs> oh, there's there's already tons of judgment going I towards Callus, because fuck mm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, it's very, I don't know. I, this is just a, a linking pair, or this is just a linking chapter between what we read last time and where we're trying to get to. Uh, um, the one thing the, I, I am going to point out is that mm-hmm. the reason why they are heading to Leviathan mm-hmm. is to find Mara. Yes. Which seems odd to me. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see Mara being on Leviathan. That was not something that. A, I didn't see Mara being in this book until I had read it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's where she's. What's that's where she's been? What? Okay." So right. it, that's the whole thing of like we thought she was just like chilling in her ascendant realm, but then again, this is an alternate future. So who yeah. knows what the hell happened here? Yeah, but like, it sounds like things have played out almost exactly the same way. Yeah, mm-hmm. minor until differences. Beyond light. Yeah, minor differences. Yeah, well, quote unquote minor differences. We weren't mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah, but like things played out up to beyond light. Um. Because we had the Almighty crash, we had, you know, Gaul caging the Traveler. It pretty much like all of the uh, the greatest hits of Destiny Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, of Destiny One and Two, I would suspect. But of course, one of the major right. things being the black, the heart in the Black Garden was never ripped out. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's all very, I don't know, it's all very exciting. Mm-hmm. Let's read but, the next one, shall we? Shall we indeed. Yeah. Do you have anything else on this one? Nope. No, I don't I do, think so, no. The one that I will say, um, that the way Anna looks at uh, Elsie as being the figurehead for, like, the stasis movement um, is very... I think she would look at her like that in this timeline as well. Like, I think we kind of look at her like that, too. That's fair, yeah. Yeah. 
because we definitely I know look at her like she that. rejects us. I know she rejects it as that, but she's really been the whole like I'm going to teach you how to use this thing, and because she has been our teacher and our like mentor in learning stasis like throughout the Beyond Light story so yeah, far, and specifically in that capacity of like there's that line within Beyond Light of her saying that um she wants us to know that we can use darkness for good uh mm-hmm. just in the same capacity as light can be used for evil yeah exactly. which like when you think about the warlords light was used for evil a lot oh mm-hmm. yes yeah mm-hmm anyway but anywho mm-hmm I'll be covering Chapter 7, Commandeered. Commander Zavala, it is good to see you, or what remains of you, Queen Marasov says with a cutting elegance as we exit her ship and board the Leviathan. I believed you dead. Part of me was. I am glad to have found you, he says. We are in need of all the allies we can find. And you bring the Bray sisters, I see. I bow. It's good to see you again, my queen. I learned in my time with her, before everything collapsed, that the queen is particular about her customs. Mara smiles back at me. And you, my friend. Where is Callus? Zavala asks. We are unsure of his whereabouts. A problem for another day. She's surrounded by Cabal and Fallen, working alongside what's left of the Awoken army. I had heard some defected to Eris after Mara's failed assaults. Everyone has lost so much to the Dark Armies. I'm surprised you don't have Vex here as well, Anna says discourteously. An attempt at humor, my queen, I say, nudging Anna in the hopes of conveying to her that the queen expects respect. The Vex are trapped in time by our betrayer and her dark army, Mara says. We have something that we believe can turn the tide, Zavala says, gesturing toward Rasputin. The Warmind can Locate the Traveler using Clovis Bray's tracking algorithm. We know how to capture the Traveler once we find it, but we'll need your army to build the harness. I have slowly been gathering forces in preparation of striking back at Eris and the Witch Queen. I could invite you to join our ranks and swear allegiance, but I can smell the aroma of darkness around you. Mara says, her gaze resting on me. My queen, I say, lowering my head. I am wielding stasis, but we want the same end, to survive this. She's unconvinced. Elizabeth, you once asked me to pick a side, even if it was the wrong one. Tell me, did you choose correctly? She asks. I should hope so, since I am at your side once more. Mara and Zavala exchange a loaded glance, 
and he nods, offering his approval. Do not mistake my hospitality for trust. You will earn it on the battlefield. I bow again. Anna does not. Later, as I approach the Queen's quarters, I overhear Zavala. Have to be aware. I do not fully trust her. I think she has a thirst for darkness. We will do our best to keep a close eye on that one, Mara responds. How could they still not trust me? If things go south, I'll do it myself. Anna is my friend, after all. He replies, Oh. What are they saying? Anna whispers, startling me. Uh, nothing. Let, let's go. I say quietly. Is there a spy in our midst? Mara calls out. Not quiet enough, I guess. No, ma'am. We were just coming in to talk strategy. Anna says as we enter the room. Quick thinking. The Leviathan presents some interesting possibilities. My forces are constructing the harness as we speak. No matter what advantages you believe we have, we are still underprepared for the threat we face. Eris Morn is powerful in ways even I do not comprehend. She is using the darkness to its full potential. What if we are able to do the same? But with light, I propose. Through the unending expanse of space, we see a soft light, a beacon, the Traveler. There you are, Zavala says to himself as Mara and her makeshift army ready themselves. As we approach, I am awestruck. I forgot how massive it is. We have one shot at this. Red says he's able to access some of the ship's higher functions and weaponry. Dormant satellite arrays as well. Could prove useful, Anna says. Some good news finally, Zavala exhales. Elizabeth. Suddenly, Zavala collapses to the floor, grabbing his head and screaming loud enough to echo through the Leviathan. What happened? Mara demands. I, I don't know. He just fell. Anna responds. His eyes open wide. He calms. Then he speaks. We need you. Return to us. Is he? He's speaking to the Traveler. You chose us before. Please give us another chance. He closes his eyes and rubs his head. It intends to run. Zavala says, standing and regaining his composure. What are we going to do? Anna asks. Zavala releases a deep, focused breath. Take it back. Fight force. Launch the harness! Marasov commands as her crew gets to work. It fires as the traveler becomes aware, burning with a rich, luminous glow. Too bright to keep staring. I shield my eyes, hoping we built this right. The Leviathan shakes, and I grab onto the wall to keep from falling. The light fades, and my eyes adjust. Sure enough, the harness has latched onto the sphere like a barnacle. The six arms gripped tight, 
The Leviathan erupts in applause. I look for Anna, but I can't find her in the mass of bodies. We're coming home, my Cora, Zavala says pridefully. Ooh. I'll point out at the end that it says Zavala says pridefully. And we've seen a lot of um, lore pieces recently released um, with the different kind of like the seven deadly sins being mentioned. So like a lot of our characters have like hubris or have their pride or have something. So like Osiris said the same thing in the web war recently um, when he lost Sagira, he had the same kind of like pride. And I, I just think that's interesting. Hmm. Little parallels. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that's like the darkness, like causing that. Maybe it is. Like, I just thought I'd mention it. I don't know if it's a thing that's important or not. No, it's it's definitely interesting because I, I mean, it's Zavala it's, isn't. He's he's not a prideful person, but that stuck out to me as being like an important like it. It was tacked on. I don't right. know. Like, it's very obviously put there, and I don't think it, they would have said pridefully at the very end if it wasn't important. Because Bungie right. doesn't usually just throw words in unless they're, you know, important. It, because the, the Bungie lore writers actually choose their words carefully. Most of the time. But Most yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So, I thought that was uh, interesting that they did that. I thought that was important. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, just to go Sorry, back I've... to the beginning of this. Of all the things I pick out, it's the one word at the end. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to, to go back to the beginning of this entry, we see that they're trying to get Mara on their side so that they can build the the starfish mm-hmm. um anna is a little shit tomorrow yeah oh yeah you got cabal and fallen here where are the vex bitch she's a queen show respect um We see that Elsie actually has a lot of of respect, or at least learned respect for Mara. It might not even be learned respect. It might be because she has realized that that is what Mara expects. So she has learned how to read a room after so many years. Right. Yeah. And it's they're friends. They've met before. At least they they've not friends, but colleagues, or they've worked together. Co-workers. Yeah. Acquaintances. Yeah. Just standing around the cool <laughs> yes. the the water cooler, you know. 
just <laughs> bullshitting, talking about around. football. Yeah. So, did you see the reformation of the traveler last evening? <laughs> Indeed, it was a sight to behold. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Were there birds? <laughs> there are always birds, Saint. It's the lost city. <laughs> Drifter's just being dirty down in the bottom of the city. <laughs> I was just Sketch. stockpiling on toilet paper and just waiting for the next time I had a chance to use it, brother. Always gotta be ready to TP Zavala's position. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Can you just imagine that shit? Just like waking up on like the first day of like Festival of the Lost and like Zavala's position of the tower is just covered with toilet paper. <laughs> Zavala's office is just covered in toilet paper. Forget the position. Just <laughs> yeah, even better. Oh, uh, be... During the dawning, like you walk into Zavala's office, and everything is just covered in wrapping paper. Like <laughs> that'd be amazing. Just wrap every item in his office in wrapping paper, in- including the shack's mixtape. Uh, which isn't there no, no. anymore. In- including Zavala's little knitting bowl. Like, I love his knitting bowl. <laughs> oh my god. That's I have one of know. those. Oh, That's oh. how you know someone at oh. Bungie either did their research or oh, no, is they knit. really into knitting. Oh no, they must knit. Like it's a, Knitting's oh. huge in the Pacific Northwest. So I, I can totally see Drifter like gift wrapping the bowl itself and then gift wrapping each one of the yarn balls yes <laughs> and then God. gift wrapping each one of the knitting needles separately mm-hmm. just like go full out gift wrapping oh the entire desk Jeez, <laughs> and then gift wrapping the stapler that's on top of it gift wrapping <laughs> yes the, uh, the newton's cradle <laughs> like gift wrapping it so that, like the individual balls are wrapped <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get all the balls separate, otherwise, what's the point? I'd like to see the swift, like, wrapped as well. That's what the thing that looks like a weird, like, wooden umbrella is called. It's a yarn swift, if you didn't mm-hmm. know what that was called. Even better, he tries to wrap it and ends up breaking the fucking thing. Yeah. So then he wraps the two parts t- separately? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> With a little post-it note. My bad. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Jesus Christ. We've just gone completely off the rails. Is there anything? I mean, there's, you know, it's pretty important in here that we should probably mention that the Traveler spoke through Zavala. Yes. That That's... was something I was actually going to point out. Like, there's been That's those... There's kind of, like, rampant ideas and theories, like, with um, Zavala keeping the speaker's mask in his office. Like, oh, is he going to be the next speaker? And this gives a little bit of... It throws kind of an idea of, like, is that accurate? Is that something that might be? Because he's sort of directly talking to the Traveler in that respect. And then just before they trap it, it seems like it's becoming aware like it's about to move out of the way or something and yeah that just raises a few more questions i don't know it it gives credence to the theory 
It does, but at the same time, um, at the least in speaker this wasn't the speaker wasn't a guardian, was he? No, no, he was not a guardian. But if technically speaking, there's the whole thing here where uh, in this timeline, Zavala no longer has a ghost. This is true. But so, I don't know why yeah. having a ghost would prevent the guard the traveler from speaking through you. Like, well, that's what I mean. Fucking like, made that rule up. It, it, it's that whole thing about again of how the, if the speaker the speaker basically was able to like talk to ghosts and like attracted them was my understanding of it and then yeah you know spoke for the traveler so the traveler just gave it crazy visions and then they tried to interpret it but really it was just crazy visions and crazy dreams crazy dreams that's pretty much it yeah yeah, that 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 whole huge pile of uh, <laughs> of uh, magic mushrooms next to that has nothing to yeah. do with that. No, no idea what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> the the speaker has it like he sits down five minutes before a consensus meeting. People haven't shown up, and he's like, "I had this really weird dream about yogurt." <laughs> Yeah. The hive are infesting the moon. Like, <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. How the fuck did you get that from yogurt? <laughs> it was, it, it was expired yogurt. <laughs> it had a gray mass to it, and there were maggots that infested it. It must be the hive. <laughs> <laughs> um. That was a terrible impression of bill nighy i do apologize that's <laughs> fine it's all good uh, yeah, i don't so know if he listens thing? to this nope I mean, he probably doesn't but no. <laughs> right um what else was there in this the I one thing i do want to point out um uh-huh. like zavala and mara have a sidebar conversation mm-hmm. about offing anna if yeah. she dives yeah. too far into the darkness. That's fucked up. That is, yeah, tremendously fucked up. And then Anna shows up and she's like, what are they saying? Nothing. Nothing. No, let's nope, go. No, nope, just nothing. Nope. Nothing. Nope. 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 Just, just let's, let's go. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I think that's about it, though. Yeah. Let's see what happens next. Let us see, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Chapter 8, Migration. I heard you the other day, I say, barging into Zavala's quarters. He's mid-shave. Anna, you said you'd kill her. He wipes his blade clean and washes his face. If I have to. Yes. He says. What makes you think you'll have to? I have known Anna a long time. Something isn't right. Weren't you just advocating that I listened to her? I wanted to see if something was off with you as well. You're a bastard, I seethe. I'm making sure we're successful. You wouldn't even be here if it weren't for her. You'd be rotting away on that wreckage. Are you done? 
she's my sister, my responsibility. You don't get to make that call. I know whose shoulders bear this burden, and in this moment, he does too. Then if it comes to it, let's hope you have the strength to see it through. For all of our sakes. He says. The Leviathan is quiet. Not the atmosphere of a rallied army charging headfirst onto victory. This feels like a death march. It's not my place to rouse the crowd, so I stand next to Anna and watch as we approach the moon, the traveler locked in tow within the harness. Everyone knows their part. I would like to say that I will see you all again on the other side, but we know that isn't true. That's not why we are here. We are here to stop Eris Morn at all costs. Zavala says. He and Mara exchange a glance and a nod. He walks past us without another word, past the cabal and fallen. Guess he doesn't like goodbyes either. We have arrived. Ready yourselves, the queen orders. Make no mistake, Eris will die this day. We rush into the dropships, leaving Rasputin to pilot the Leviathan. I join Anna and Mara on our journey to the surface. Anna, for all those years, I did what I had to do. But I am sorry it was at the expense of us, I say. Save it for after. We're gonna win. The dropship hits the ground with a thud, sending tremors through me. The door opens, and we're greeted with a frontal assault of thrall. We come out firing. It's chaotic, but through the turmoil, I spot the Scarlet Keep. I see Eris Morn drawing power from beneath the surface, and I see an army of dark guardians stampeding towards us. I look up to the Leviathan and the Traveler, a glow in a phosphorescent haze. He's doing it. Zavala is overcharging himself with light, siphoning from the Traveler using Gaul's plans and tech. Good luck, Commander, and thank you. Anna and Mara fight through the hive mercilessly as Dark Guardians approach. I find Anna and signal towards Eris. In lockstep, we carry out our assault. Anna opens fire on a hunter while I cover her, blasting a flanking ogre with stasis. Anna drops a grenade under its massive feet, and a second later, it's dust. Eris spots us, and I swear she's smiling. From behind the keep, a full brigade of the Awoken Amrata rises, perverted with hive thorns and insignia. Now's the time, Warmind. As the Awoken defactors fire onto the battlefield, they're blasted out of the sky by satellite arrays in a dazzling display. I can feel Eris's frustration at this. Then I see her, shrouded in darkness, performing a summoning ritual. A singular beam of blinding light tears through the black sky with the velocity of a shooting star, headed straight for the Scarlet Keep. Give him hell, Commander. He collides with the structure so precisely that he only creates a small fissure. After a moment, an explosion, bright and disastrous, completely levels the keep to rubble. We hear a deafening scream throughout the field that could only be Sabathun. Mara races to us. The witch is weakened. We strike now. Eris is regaining her footing as we close in. All of my detractors in one place. Thank you for bringing them to me, Anna, she says and smiles. I turn to Anna, confused. She pulls out a knife and readies it towards Mara. I make a move to stop her, but I can't. I'm frozen in place by Anna. 
She stabs Marasov in front of us. You're welcome, my queen. Stasis and blood drip from her hands. We are all dark, eventually, Eris says with glee. What? Damn! What? Well, yeah, I remember reading that and just my jaw was on the floor. I know, right? Wow. What the fuck? <sighs> what the hell, Anna? <laughs> I am shook. So. Um... Didn't so. see. I mean, we knew Anna was dark, but or was going to be dark, but I didn't know th- th- that dark. Yeah. So let's see things we want to talk about for uh, this particular section. So mm-hmm. obviously, the whole revelation of Anna's darkness is a huge one over there. Um, that kind of raises a couple questions in terms of preceding bits of this lore given that there were several places where anna was trying to get elsie to you know teach her stasis and that kind of makes me think if she was allied with eris the entire time that that was something of a test how would she react if she was asked oh you know what what if you taught me stasis but the reality is she knew all along and that was just her way of going, okay, she suspects nothing. Now we can proceed. It's further mind games, which is very in line with, I suppose, what we'd expect with Sabathun in the picture and everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see, other things. Um, Zavala siphoning light directly from the Traveler and yeeting himself into the Scarlet Keep. Right. Like, that, I I got direct, like, middle tree, like, just yeet titan vibes off Mm -hmm. of that. Mm Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, code of the yeet missile, which is exactly, I think that is exactly what they're going for in that section. But with a strike hard enough that it just destroys the Scarlet Keep. And we can assume possibly kills Sabathun. Uh, but of course, that's not really confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, there's the whole thing with Eris acting the way that she is. And we had, you guys had talked earlier about this whole thing of it's hard to imagine Sabathun as being a puppet of Eris Morn. But that kind of raises the question as to where it sort of starts or where it ends is it one influencing the other is it the other way around is it possession like there's lots of different things that could potentially be going on especially when we're talking about the aspect of trickery let's not forget did the two of them just do a fusion dance and like you know or like a personality swap (laughs) so like eris is savathun like right like is this freaky friday Oh. 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 Because that would be a way for Savathun to get out of the Faustian bargain with her worm. Yes, it would. 
And I could see her pulling a move like that. Right. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Did I just blow your mind a little bit? <laughs> fuck. Um. <laughs> yeah, Elmist right now just... Yeah, like that. I, I, I yeah. Holy crap! Cheek. <laughs> Actually, just dropped the like. The, this is this. This. These are the sounds of a dumbstruck <sighs> elemist. Jeez. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but man, that that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, minor, like, mental block. Moving on. Um. <laughs> Is there anything else Go. that uh, we wanted to discuss on this section? or <clears throat> Elsie gets kind of pissed at Zavala for talking about ending Anna. And Elsie's mm-hmm. like, uh, she's my sister, my responsibility. You don't get to say that shit. Mm-hmm. To which Zavala is basically just like, okay, your problem now, right? Right. Which I think is, um, I don't know, like that must be so. I can't imagine how hard that would be in order that you'd have to kill your own sister. Look what she's gonna have to do. Right. Considering like, how, how the close they were. How the fuck do you do that? How the fuck do you do that? Like. Right. I can't even imagine. Considering how close they were. Like, I just, I I can't imagine having to do that. No, I can't either. It's awful. Yeah, even over such a relatively short period of time that they've just, everything is like back to, you know, them being together and, you know, being a family. And then all of a sudden you're forced to make this decision. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oof. Oof. Oof is right. Yeah. But now my thing is so Anna is being like she is being worked over by Eris. Mm-hmm. That also means that Rasputin is will be allied with Eris because he goes wherever Anna goes. Mm-hmm. She Ooh. just got a major player right there. And they have the traveler caged already. Right. Yes. So, like, this is just getting worse and worse the more I think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, is it sinking in yet? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, fuck. Uh, let's just move on before I find more shit that's wrong. <laughs> anyway, yes, let us go ahead and move on to Chapter 9, The Return. Mm-hmm. What have you done? I scream as Marasov's body drops lifelessly to the ground. Elsie, listen to me. This was necessary. The darkness cannot thrive while believers of the light remain. There is a world beyond this conflict. 
Let's go there together. Anna pleads. This is not the way, I cry and ready my stasis. Elsie, please don't do this. You can still join us. Don't you want to be a family again? Not like this. Not through death and betrayal. Zavala was right about her. I remember the promise I made. I forgive you for all the years you kept me in the dark. I know you were trying to protect me. Forget about the past. We could start over. Let me protect you now. She says with such sincerity that I know she's too far gone to reason with. The look on Anna's face tells me she knows where I have landed. She's genuinely hurt, gritting her teeth to stop herself from crying. I try to raise my hand to blast her, but she's already on the move. Anna attacks and stabs me in the side, disconnecting core components. My left arm goes limp. I look up to see Eris summoning a portal. The Vex come flooding through. Our army of Cabal and Fallen are being eviscerated. Vex Hydras swarm the Leviathan and open fire. If I could cry, I would. We lost. Again. Suddenly, Eris stands above me with a twisted grin. Do you see what the path of the self-righteous yields? You call it protection. But all Anna felt was abandonment. You left a void. Darkness filled it. You have bigger problems, I say, looking to the sky. A piercing noise emanates from the traveler. Its brilliance begins to swell. Worried and confused, Eris commands all her forces to focus on killing it with dark energy. It didn't have to be this way, Anna cries as she drives a knife into me once more. You could have been with me! I finally shatter my own binding, blasting her with stasis. She flies back, locked in the air. I see her struggling. Anna, she's corrupted you! No! She gave me purpose! Damn it all. I know what I have to do. I kiss her forehead as I turn her blade and thrust it into her. Her eyes go wide, and some semblance of my sister returns before she fades. Elsie. She trails off into the void. My own sister. Eris will pay for this. The darkness energy Eris manipulates canvases the landscape and makes its way into the sky. I see the Traveler getting brighter as the darkness encapsulates it. I race, I race toward Eris, but I'm too late. In an enchanting explosion, the Traveler's light enshrouds all in totality. Then, darkness. I'm awake. I see a tower. The tower. 
I'm in the last city. It's thriving. Bustling with life. Children laughing. There's a small parade. I fight through the crowd to find Cade Six at the center of it. I think I finally got him this time! He shouts as a bearded Zavala greets him. Tanix has been dead before, Zavala says. From behind him emerges Ikora Ray like a vision. Let the new hunter vanguard bask. He's earned it. I'm so sick of this scene. Of hearing these words ever since the day I killed my sister. That was the first time. Now I've lost count. No matter what I do, it always ends the same. Blood and betrayal. Then I'm back where I started. Right here. I'm being taunted, punished, forced to relive this loop. There has to be a way out. I will find it. I have to save my sister. Mm, that's so good. You're <laughs> so crap. good at reading. I try. <laughs> <laughs> you do well. Uh, so, Elsie and Anna have a fight. Like, mm-hmm. an actual hand-to-hand combat fight. Mm-hmm. Anna gets a few good stabs in with a, a knife. Elsie turns it on Anna. And then that's where it gets really kind of wonky. Because it seems like then Elsie rushes towards Eris. The Traveler's Light. It, like... It, the traveler has another traveler gasm. There's mm. just light jizz everywhere. <laughs> yeah, light jizz everywhere. Yeah, always, always with the light jizz. Is is mm-hmm. is that is that what modes of light are ultimately? Oh, are we going to talk about that? <laughs> <sighs> um. So, like, this is essentially the second time the traveler has busted out of that cage specifically yep. because it 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 just doesn't like to be caged you don't put baby in a corner no but more to the point it's like bursting out of that with darkness surrounding it and that yeah. seems to be at least well cataclysmic in the sense that everyone around is probably dead right um yeah. And then Elsie wakes back up and she's just back in the tower mm-hmm. and specifically back in the tower just after uh, Cade has gone through his bit of the Vanguard dare in his killed Tanix, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Because of the way this is worded, I actually think this is after Cade killed Tanix the second time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because I had looked through this the first time and went, wait, that doesn't make sense, because 
Right. When when Cade and Andal went through the Vanguard Dare, it was whoever couldn't kill Tanix would be the Vanguard. But this time, Cade is saying that he think he finally got him this time. So yeah, exactly. That's kind of suggesting that it's you know Andal's been killed. Cade has gone after um, Tanix again Tanix. to get his revenge, and now he thinks he finally got him. Yeah. Exactly. But as the raid would tell us. Mm. <laughs> Fuck you, Tanix. Like that guy Dude, has had six you deaths. Wrote in on. <laughs> Again, why won't you die? Somebody just needs to salt and burn those bones. Like, just get rid of it. Jesus, like Bunchy just... needs to learn how to write another name that isn't Tanix. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have his have his have his brother Brannix show up. Brannix, Brannix the, the Brannix. No, actually, no, no. It, it would be like Brannix the blistered or something. I don't know. Brannix the chemical burned. The uh, I oh got one of those on Friday. Thanks. Why? Why do you think I made that reference? I appreciate that. It said nobody ever. <laughs> but anyways uh so it it looks like because of the mix of light and dark in such close proximity it's actually caught elsie in a time loop either that or there's something in terms of her existence that generally causes her to just go into this time loop whenever she dies uh kind of you know live die repeat kind of style um, Edge of Tomorrow, or the yeah, manga I was just was, thinking that. Um, uh, what was the name of the manga? Um, All you need is kill. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking of that. That would so, yeah, be interesting. It, yeah, because it's very clear that Elsie she's seen this scene before, like exactly. Right. Um, and this is part of what we've known, or we've what we've suspected, that there is definitely time travel involved. In fact, she's confirmed that, you know, with us, mm-hmm. that there is this dark future. And because of the fact that she goes through this over and over and over again, she's trying desperately to figure out some way uh, to make it work. Mm-hmm. And oh. interestingly... That leads into a bit of spin foil that I came across months ago. Um, what specifically makes our guardian such a drastic force within the universe? But let's go through what we've done and what interactions we've had as guardians. We were found in the Cosmodrome, and our ghost was looking for a guardian, wanted to find their guardian, mm-hmm. and then found us. The stranger showed up and, well, Elsie, showed up and told us about the Heart of the Black Garden, and mm-hmm. she desired for us to rip it out. And so we did. Um, same thing in terms of the... Uh, the dark low crota showed up and eris wanted us to get rid of him so we did mara wanted us to dispose of the house of wolves we did that too oryx showed up and it was desired by eris once again that we deal with this so we did um guardians collectively 
wanted Gaul dealt with, and so we did. There is a creature that exists within this universe of destiny that thrives off of taking desire and making it reality. And I think you, and I think you see Ooh. where this is going. Yeah. And what think you, too, my fellow co-hosts? What mm-hmm. what do you think of this potential theory? Oh, co-hosts, mine. No. <laughs> mm. Oh, well done there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh man. So essentially, you're thinking that she has an Ahamkara bone? Or and that we, as the Guardian, that we are actually an Ahamkara? No. Oh. I mean, I jokingly call one of my friends an Ahamkara because, like, he's so good at the crucible that it can't mm. be real. <laughs> but hey! That's just a theory. A destiny theory. (laughs) I I totally see her having an Ahamkara bone because they're just everywhere. I mean, for God's sake, Shax has a fucking Ahamkara skull over him. (laughs) I mean, if people could just get their hands on bones all the time and we just wear them as decoration and... (laughs) That is that is true. I mean, there are exotics. Um, I I like I'm still piecing together the whole time loop thing because that's that actually ties into D one like the little bit of D1 grimoire cards that we actually had about the Exo Stranger way back when. Oh, yeah. Because essentially, it's it's not that she's in a constant time loop. It's that she's in a time loop that sends her to an alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. it's so that, yeah. So it's more like a, a spiral instead of a loop. Well, in yeah. the sense that it's more like Groundhog Day. Like, the same kinds of things will happen, but yes. she has the ability to try and change things. And that's yes. where, ultimately, if you like, in this time loop, the one we're currently in, it's we've had a wrinkle thrown in, and that wrinkle is us. We weren't there previously. Um, and all of those things that I was just talking about. Like, maybe someone did take out Crota. Maybe someone did deal with Oryx, but we ripped the heart out of the Black Garden. And that did not happen before. Right. So that can mean she's hundreds and hundreds of years old outside of, like, just getting from golden age to collapse you know to city age oh yeah like and she's it's been possible doing that she's been through this years loop. yeah and it's possible that she's done this loop hundreds if not thousands of times fuck can you imagine having to kill your sister that many times yeah 
I mean, the we talked about like knowing what Mara needs, so she knows what's going to happen in her dark future. Like, what little things do you think she changes each time to see what will change in each future? You think she is not? Do you think she's rude tomorrow at one point, and then she learns? Oh, that's not how I need to act tomorrow to get what I need. And then, oh, well, she doesn't find Zavala once, and they ignore him. And then it ends up differently, but she still ends up in the same place. Or it ends up worse. Yeah. And so, All like, the, the, the end ending result. still happens, so she, they still lose, quote-unquote lose in the end. Maybe the loss is different, but the the ending is still kind of the same. Like, you could go down that rabbit hole. Here's another thought that I just had. So we know that upcoming expansions for the next couple of years is what we witnessed here what we're going to witness when Lightfall drops. We have so little information about Lightfall that Oh, anything... I know. I know. We, we, we know. We, we know fuck all about what's going to happen there but we know I fuck all help. about the witch queen because right. now with this that came out and but, zivu wrath <laughs> this season even though savathun has been the witch queen okay so the whole thing know. with zivu and sava this season we don't know we don't fucking the whole know. the whole thing with zivu and savathun this season mm-hmm. is that savathun was interfering with the darkness's messages to us last yep. season Yep. The darkness is pissed. Savathun yep. is in hiding. Yep. Zivu is acting on a a power vacuum. Yeah. Exactly. So like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it would make and sense yet- if we don't see C- Savathun for a while. Yay. Yeah, and then we're going to see her show up again. The interesting Fuck. thing with that is we know, certainly based off of other web lore, it's confirmed. Savathun is the Taken Queen at this stage. So yes. it's that whole element of, you know, we have this whole power dynamic going on between her and Zivu, where Zivu is, you know, Hive's aspect of war. And she has control of all of these Hive armies. Um, but then any kind of conflict with Sabathun, she can just take. Presumably. Yeah. So, so who knows how that's going to end. Oh, that's going to be interesting. There was a terrible joke that I did see. So when that conflict does eventually happen, can we just go ahead and call it the Battle of the Hive Armies? <laughs> I like it. Let's definitely do that. Oh man. I yeah. so it's um, taken a while to get to that point. Oh. Jeez, uh, <laughs> please. <sighs> I guess you could say that we're going to be enthralled by oh. the prospect of watching that play out. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, it's almost like I'm a a hive 
knight who just feeds off of dad jokes. Like we're acolytes of puns. <sighs> uh... <Okay>, it's done. <laughs> Well, I guess done. we should call it quits, ogre. <laughs> no, I can't force that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like a spinning vehicle of this guy. All right. Oh, a spinning girl. vehicle. <laughs> yeah. But eyeballs are vehicles for some reason in the game. I don't know why. <laughs> Deja vu. I've just been in this place before. <laughs> Okay, um, so what we usually ask at the end of books is if you liked it. Uh, Yeah, I liked it. Um, It definitely offers a great spin off of the current future and definitely gives a lot further context uh, to everything that Elsie is going through and um, everything that is kind of leading to her wanting us to, you know, try using stasis and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I'll admit, like, the whole concept of using stasis to begin with had me a little leery. I suppose at this stage it's a little less so, because we can tell that it's Elsie trying to be sure that this darker future doesn't happen. Um, mm-hmm. And it gives a lot more weight uh, to her character, as it were. So yeah, I liked it. Hmm. Alamis, what about you? Even though my queen died, I did like it. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it it yeah, like Rindle, like he he got it dead on. You know, it it shows us why she's doing everything she's doing. Um, I like the fact of like you're able to start pinpointing where characters went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like the fact is this leads into theories about time loops and alternate timelines and shit. So like, I'm having fun there with all the wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So, Orchid, did you like it? I did. Um, This was the first... I mentioned this um, last episode, but this was the first lore book that I read through of all the new lore drops um, besides the the collector's edition and the ARG. So it was, like, very shocking. Um, I liked the Stranger, um, the Exo Stranger in D1. And I hated that we didn't know more about her kind of just like everybody else you know um so i'm really glad that we get more of her uh in d2 now finally Mm -hmm. and it's so this book is heart-wrenching from like a familial kind of place yeah and just the idea of having to like kill your sibling over and over and over again just like absolutely wrecks me um my siblings and i are are super close and i know elemis like you're really close with your siblings too yeah um so for all of us it's just like it it's it's hard 
to read something like that and like not think about like your own like brothers and sisters you know and like i'm I'm trying to put myself into that kind of a situation where like yeah my brother has amnesia doesn't quite remember me Mm -hmm. so we're rediscovering that relationship and then all of a sudden there's a betrayal from him and i have to kill him and, and like that I'm, that hits yeah. a certain way. And I'm trying to think of like my little sister Ashley the same way and it I can't. Like I don't right. think I could do it. I wouldn't be like, able to. Like even if she even if she doesn't remember me, like I don't think like being the older sister, I don't think I could do that. And like I'm just like even just now like my heart is like beating like so fast just thinking about it like I don't think I could do it. (laughs) Like oh god like I can't imagine like what she went through so. Right. Like I just I I can't imagine it. Fuck. Anyway, with that you know really happy thought at the very end. um, (laughs) Right. Rendell, do you have any shout outs that you'd like to make? Um... Um, you know, I'll keep it fairly simple at this stage. Uh, just massive shout outs to everyone who participated in the raid race yesterday. Um, I didn't get a sta- chance to actually watch it, sadly, but um, the updates kept me quite entertained yesterday. Um, there's obviously quite a lot that we have to unpack looking at the Deep Stone Crypt. I'm going to be really excited uh, to go through it myself eventually probably once um everything's been turned off with um competition mode or whatever it is um yeah contest thank you um so big 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 shout outs to all those guys um whoever was able to complete it day one elemist included present company included uh good good fucking job Mm -hmm. yeah Because that was like, not easy. No. <laughs> that no, second it encounter. Did, it did not seem easy from what I saw. Absolutely not. Yeah. That second encounter stopped a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elmas, do you have any shout-outs? Shout-out to Ishtar Collective, as always. They are Hi, where Baxter. I make... They are where I make the show notes. Um... Shout out to my fire team. And again, that is Chaotic Josh, Drastic DZN, Mr. Pickles, Raging Monkeys, and Spooky. Mm. Um, like, they are real troopers. We were in there for 20 hours and it just, yeah, 20 plus hours. Yeah. Um, Yeesh. Right. In the wee hours of this morning, half my fire team was asleep, and the other half was like, I really want to keep going, but we need three people. And as of actually finishing recording, contest is officially off. Yay! Oh, there we go. So... My fire team, or at least most of my fire team, is planning on reconvening and finishing mm-hmm. the raid. 
yeah. at a higher power level mm-hmm. now that we have 30 extra levels added back on. Yep. Uh, 20 levels and then, you know, whatever else we've got from the uh, artifact. Right. Um, and then for the last shout out, shout out to whoever first created the Freaky Friday scenario because fuck. <laughs> that is Savathun's endgame. We are in the end game now. Mm-hmm. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. Anyway, <laughs> that's it for me. Uh, okay. All right. What about you, Orchid? You got any um, shout outs? I do. Um, shout out again to Tara Stralis's, um first uh, first day one raid clear fire team to Speaks and Senshi, Deadman, and Fur and Demir and Nick. Like, good job, guys. I'm so proud of all of you. Um, like, we're so just amazing. 17 and a half hours. You guys are ridiculous. I'm just so happy for you guys. Um, world's worst raid team, however. Um, <laughs> good job. I'm proud of you guys, too, for making it as far as you did, for how inebriated you guys were. So, good job. Really, just good job. And none of you will ever hear this, so it's fine. But, good job. I mean, you never know. <laughs> they, they won't. So, but, yeah. I'm I'm proud of you guys, too, for the, for the yeah. Good job, guys. Um, but yeah, good job to all the other teams. A lot of my friends were able to make um, day one raid clears. So good job to all of you guys. Like it was so much fun to watch. Uh, I was going to stream and then I decided I was just having way too much fun just watching people and then just decided not to and then just didn't tweet about it and didn't care. And it was fine. I just considered this another week off. So. Well, I mean, you're you're still healing I'm, up, so I'm still sick. Yeah, um, I do feel a lot better than I did, but I'm still, I'm like seventy five percent, seventy five, maybe, maybe, maybe seventy. Yeah, like or sixty nine, nice percent. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I mean, sixty eight. For I mean, I will say this for everyone who didn't clear on day one and like Alma's team too but everyone who didn't like there's just keeping this in your minds like there's some there's millions of people who play destiny and the fact that you guys chose to like form a fire team and work for months together sometimes because i know you guys did raids and raids and raids together mm-hmm. to like figure out how you guys work together and like put that much time and effort into it and didn't just decide to show up one day and be like, yeah, let's do the raid together. Like you guys actually put the thought together and like worked on your loadouts and did all of that. And like, that's really great of all of you. So like you guys are tops, tops, tops. Well, and and even more than that, like, you know, there's the, the playing skill, there's the loadouts a lot of it boils down to the personalities. Yeah. Like, Pickles was trying to keep things lively, fun, energetic. 
but calm. You know, mm-hmm. if if somebody was starting to veer towards a negative thought process, he was trying to squash it mm-hmm. and and move that person back to a positive way of thinking. And right, like especially after fifteen hours, mm-hmm. that gets kind of tough. So seriously, I mean. It's a fun experience. Yeah. You're literally just sitting there with five of your best buddies playing a video game, learning things for the first time. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Yeah. And it's great. Like, good job. I'm super proud for everybody. <sighs> so with all of that happiness excitedness um reminders uh you can find us on twitter at guardians underscore lore you can harass me at hey it's orchid or you can tweet at elemist at i underscore am underscore elemist man i'm so good at this you can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com leave us a review wherever you want to leave us a review except spotify uh join our discord it's fun there's a lot of people that we just you know it's just it's a There's place. a lot of people. It's a lot of people doing a lot of stuff. Um, it's a good time. Join our Discord. Drop me a meme or six or twelve. Uh, otters always appreciated. Otters are always appreciated too. Yeah. So. You ought uh, to believe it. Yes. <laughs> Rindle, where can we find you again? So you can find me in a couple different places. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Rindell Zevas. Uh, AO3, if you wanted to read any of my fanfiction, which I think is decent, at uh, Rendell underscore Zevis. And if anyone wants to uh, lurk or stalk me on Xbox, you can find me there as Rendell space Zevas. Mm. And Yay. of course, I'm also on Discord, all the usual places. All the usual places. Well, it was a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for being our guest. We'll definitely have you back. Well, thank you. It was, it was a blast. Yay! Um, so, everyone say goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>